जयो राधा माधवा जयो राधा माधवा Gopi Janna Vallabha Giribaradhari Gopi Janna Vallabha Giribaradhari Yashoda Nandana Braja Janaranjana Yashoda Nandana Braja Janaranjana Yamanatira Vanachari Yamunati Yamunati Ravanachari Jayuradha Madhava Punjabihari Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Canto first, chapter two, text twenty-one. Vidyate hirde granthes. 
छिद्यंते सर्वसंशय क्षीयंते चाणी दृष्ट एवात्मनीश्वरे एनीबडी कैन रिपीट विद्यते हृदय ग्रंथे छिद्यंते सर्वशय ईश्वरे ईश्वरे वेद्यते हृदय ग्रंथे ओके माता जी वेद्यते हृदय ग्रंथे छिद्यंते सर्वशय शीयंते चास्य कर्माणी ऋष्वात्मनश्वरे ओके सो वी रिंग फ्रॉम कैंड फर्स्ट चैप्टर टू टेक्स ट्वेंटी वन वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग ट्रांसलेशन प्रभुपात की जाए विद्यते पियस्ट हृदया हाथ ग्रंथि नॉट्स छिद्यंते कट्टू पीसेस सर्व ऑल संशय मिसगिविंग्स क्षीयंते टर्मिनेटेड च एंड अस्ज कर्माणी चेन ऑफ फ्रूटिव एक्शन्स दृष्टे हैविंग सीन एव सर्टनली आत्मनी अंटू द सेल्फ ईश्वरे डॉमिनेटिंग ट्रांसलेशन प्रॉपर बैशिला प्रभुपात की जाए दस द नॉट्स इन द हार्ट इज पियर्स्ड एंड ऑल मिसगिविंग्स आर कट टू पीसेस द चेन ऑफ फ्रूटिव एक्शन इज टर्मिनेटेड वेन वन सीज अ सेल्फ एज द मास्टर परफर्ट अटेंडिंग द साइंटिफिक नॉलेज ऑफ पर्सनलिटी ऑफ गॉड एड मीन्स सींग वंस ओन सेल्फ साइमिलटेनियसली एज फार एज आइडेंटिटी ऑफ लिविंग बींग एज स्पिरिट सेल्फ इज कंसर्ड The number of speculations and misgivings. Materialists does not believe in existence of spirit self, and empiric philosophers believe in the impersonal feature of the whole spirit, without individuality, uh, without uh, individuality of living beings. Sorry, but the transcendentalists affirm that the soul and the super soul are two different entities, qualitatively one but quantitatively different. There are many other theories, but all these speculations are at once cleared off as soon as Sri Krishna has realized in truth by the process of bhakti yoga. Shri Krishna is like the sun, and materialistic speculations about absolute truth are like darkest midnight. As soon as Krishna, the sun, is arisen within the one's heart, the darkness of materialistic speculations about the absolute truth and living beings at once cleared off. In the presence of the sun, darkness cannot stand, and the relative truths that were hidden within the dense darkness of ignorance becomes clearly manifested by the mercy of Krishna. Yeah. And who is residing in everyone's heart as the super soul? In Bhagavad Gita 10.11, the Lord says that in order to show special favor to his pure devotees, he personally eradicates the dense darkness of misgivings uh, by switching the, on the light of pure knowledge within the heart of a devotee. Therefore, because personality of Godheads taking charge of illuminating the heart of his devotees, certainly a devotee engaged in his service, transcendent love, cannot remain in darkness. 
He comes to know everything about the absolute truth, absolute and relative truths. Devotee cannot remain in darkness because a devotee is enlightened by personality of Godhead. His knowledge is certainly perfect. This is not the case for those who speculate on absolute truth but didn't of their own limited power and approach. Perfect knowledge is called parampara or deductive knowledge coming down from authority to submissive or a receiver who is bona fide by service and surrender. One cannot challenge the authority of supreme and known and know him also at the same time. He reserves the right of not being exposed to such a challenging spirit of an insignificant spark of the whole, a spark subjected to the control of illusory energy. The devotees are submissive and therefore the transcendental knowledge descends from the personality of Godhead to Brahma, from Brahma to his sons and disciples in succession. This process is held by the super soul within such devotees that is a perfect way of learning transcendental knowledge. This enlightenment perfectly enables a devotee to distinguish spirit from matter because the knots of spirit and matter are untied by the Lord. This knot is called ahankar and it falsely obliges a living being to become identified with matter. As soon as this knot is loosened, therefore all clouds of doubts are at once cleared off. One sees his master and fully engages himself in transcendent loving of the service of the Lord, making a full termination of chain of fruitive actions. In material existence, a living being creates his own chain of fruitive work and enjoys the good and bad effect of those actions, life after life. But as soon as he engages himself in loving service of the Lord, he at once becomes free from the chain of karma. His actions no longer create any reaction. It's a beautiful purport. Okay, I'll just talk about that. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyana Anjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmaya Shri Gurvenama Namam Vishnu Badai Krishna Prishthaya Uthale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gaurvani Prachar Nirvisheshan Navadi Vashadeshtar Nishila Prabhupada Ki Jai Okay, so uh, it's a beautiful verse and very famous, often quoted by Srila Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada explains this verse in the purport line by line. And I'm going through the purport. I'll explain the purport. What Prabhupada is making very important points here. Very, very important points. Uh, the last line is, Drishtva Evatmana Ishvare. Prabhupada comments on that in the first paragraph of this purport. And he deals with this line, Drishtva Evatmana Ishvare. Actually, this line, Drishtva Evatmana Ishvare, uh, this is very, uh, let me say, sweet to Mayavadis. They like this line a lot. <laughs> they can actually take this line and really screw up Vaishnavism because Drishta means, uh, Drishta means having seen. It's in past tense. Drishta. Uh, I mean to say, Drisht, uh, uh, Drishtati, that's to see. And Drishta means having seen. It's being seen. So having seen the truth, that's a whole idea. Having seen means having understood. When you say see, that means understand. Uh, it starts with understanding and then of course it ends with seeing face to face. So just like when we say, uh, suppose there's a problem and you say, uh, and you ask an expert, can you see the problem? I mean, so that, that means, can you understand that problem? So when you understand reality and you can really perceive it, pratekshvagamam dharmayam, then Bhagavad says, drishtva evatmana ishvare. He can see self as God. That can, one of the translations of this line, literally if you translate this, evatmana, evatmani ishvare. You can, I mean to say in Sanskrit, you can break it as atmana, Atmani Ishvare, yeah, Atmani Ishvare. He can see the Lord, um, literally if you translate it is, he can see the Lord within himself. It comes, but you can also translate it as, when one sees the self as master, Prabhupada does like that. It can also be done, it can done be in two ways. So Mayavadis will say, okay, here is a proof. He can see himself as the master and the Lord himself. So this is a Mayavadi concept, clear. But here's a point. Srila Prabhupada brings the point in the purport that, well, 
this is a misgiving because uh, when we say that one can see the self as a master, it is in a qualitative sense and not in a quantitative sense. This this line is commented by many acharyas, by the way. Uh, this can be understood in many ways. God and living entity becomes one. That's the whole idea there. But how they become one, that's another question. So oneness in, uh, not just in, uh, not in quantity, but in quality. That means when one, as one starts advancing in devotion, and as you start perceiving Lord Krishna within holy names, within your heart, uh, you will, you will, uh, you will start, you will, will become qualitatively one with God. What that means? Practically what happens is, you'll, you'll attain all the qualities of Krishna. Not all. You can't attain all the qualities of Krishna. Uh, but according to Nectar Devotion, at least 50 qualities of God, living entity has. And they get manifested. They get manifested. Now all these good qualities are sleeping, are dormant in us. Evil qualities have dominated good qualities. That's what we are, isn't it? But 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 as you drishta, as you start seeing and perceiving Lord Krishna and his name, form, pastimes and qualities, slowly you'll become like him. That's all. Simple. And Prabhupada gives example. Uh, uh, on, uh, I mean to say, you, uh, what you what you think that you become, that's said, isn't it? So if you keep on thinking of Lord Krishna and Lord Rama, you start absorbing their qualities. Because you, I mean to say in this word also, uh, we tend to become like our ideals. We have an ideal, we have a hero. And people absorb that personality within themselves. Am I right or not? You do that. So that's why, because Krishna is very merciful, and because saints are always meditating on Lord Krishna's qualities and pastimes, those qualities imbibe, they imbibe into their nature. Um, of course, puta mat bhava magata. Krishna says, pure people, puta means pure people, mat bhava magata. They not only absorb my qualities, mat bhavam, they absorb my emotions also. Bhav, Prabhupada translates bhavam as nature, Krishna says they, they, uh, they not only attain to my nature, they not only become godly, but they also, madhbhava means they also absorb my emotions. They can start to feel how I feel. And that is, by the way, Krishna consciousness. So the, if you if you ask what is Krishna consciousness, this term, this term is coming from this line, Drishtvaya Vatmani Ishvare. Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness begins with being conscious about Krishna, about his name, form, pastimes and qualities. Being conscious, by the way. It is said by one of the acharyas that you can have Krishna with you in form of holy names, in form of Bhagavatam, but you might not possess him. And that is why it is said that uh, that when you have uh, truth a God when you have the knowledge of God but when it comes from within you then that is perfection so there's a difference between having and possessing I might have some money but I may not possess it am I right a postman uh, I mean in, in previous days you, you have you had postman who used to bring What's that? Uh, so money orders, money order. They used to bring money orders. So they used to bring a lot of money and deliver. He had money, but he didn't possess it. That's all. A banker, they have lots of money, but they are not millionaire billionaires because they don't possess it. It's somebody else possessing it. So that's the whole point. The whole point in this word, Evatmanishware is, he starts seeing God. Atmani means within himself. Atmani. It just keeps on going down. I don't know how. how. So uh, Atmani means uh, within oneself. So uh, he starts to see God within oneself. Within himself. Within himself means he starts possessing God now. He 
uh, and start to possess God means you can chant Hare Krishna but at the same time you cannot be conscious of Krishna. That's the whole point. Prabhupada says, so Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada doesn't say Krishna thinking. No. Krishna consciousness is not Krishna thinking. Wrong. I mean to say people can think about Krishna but they can be complete sahijas. Philosophers also think about Krishna. Prabhupada says, yeah, impersonalist, they think of Krishna but they have wrong conclusion. Empirical philosophers, they also think of Krishna but they have useless theories. Krishna consciousness is not Krishna thinking. Krishna consciousness is beyond that. Krishna consciousness is possessing God in form of holy name. And possessing God means absorbing his nature, his qualities. And absorbing his desires. And absorbing his feelings. That is Krishna consciousness. So it begins, of course, that's why Prabhupada, Prabhupada defines Krishna consciousness many ways in, in his letters and conversations. And of course, Krishna consciousness begins with the fact, thinking about Krishna, that's one meaning. But then when you go higher in the in this concept, uh, Prabhupada says, Krishna consciousness also means that when you, when when Krishna starts thinking about you, when Krishna is conscious about you, and that's the next level, when Krishna is conscious about you, that's basically Madhya Madhikari. Kanisht is when you're thinking about Krishna and that's it. We don't care about the fact how Krishna is thinking about me. That's a neophyte. Okay, I go, I'm thinking, I'm doing puja, I'm chanting, I'm taking prasad, I'm doing mangalarti. That's fine. But that's not fine. That's not fine enough. When you start taking knowledge and when you go to Madhyam level, Madhyam level is all about, Bhagavatam says, Ishvare Tadadhineshu, um, uh, what's that? Bhagavatam says, Madhya Madhikari, he is actually he's actually connected with God. That means he is more for him, more important is how he, this how a master and lord is thinking about me, and not that how I am thinking about him. That's important, but more important is how he is thinking. That's what where love begins. Am I right? The relationship begins. Where Sambandha begins. So that's Madhyam. That is Prabhupada gives one of the definition. Uh, how Krishna is conscious about you. And then Uttam is, when you keep on practicing that, when you, when you, uh, I mean to say, how do you know how, what Krishna is conscious about you? Through devotees, through your spiritual master, that's how you know. And also, uh, Krishna inspires from within the heart. Vedami buddhi Krishna says, I remove darkness. Prabhupada is mentioning here in this purport. Krishna reciprocates. And then when you keep on practicing and you don't fall down, you don't do offenses, you don't do some crazy crap nonsense thing, you don't become lazy, procrastination, that's uh, even worse than offense is procrastination, by the way. In Krishna consciousness, general devotees, they don't do offenses unnecessarily. I mean, to say we don't do that. Uh, they can be conflicts, but that's okay. But main offense in Krishna consciousness is procrastination and laziness. That's, of course, and, um, and Matse Puran gives a list of all 18, 18 faults in any human. Bhakti Thakur mentions in Jai Dharma. And the first fault is laziness and procrastination. That's what we fall down into after many years. We are doing the same thing what we used to do as a neophyte. But now we are doing not with that enthusiasm and vigor as we used to do when we were when we came in Krishna consciousness. And that is a clear offense because uh, laziness is an expression of the fact that I don't like you. That's all. I don't like you, Krishna. Krishna says, why are you not serving me with enthusiasm? What's the problem? Don't you like me? That's what he's going to ask you. Next question, if you're lazy. And what's your answer? No answer. No answer. There's no answer. Then you have to close your eyes and just shut down and ask pardon. So uh, that's why if you keep on going, uh, then the next level, Uttamadikari, Prabhupada defines Krishna consciousness at the level of Uttamadikari. Prabhupada says, when, uh, when you're conscious, how Krishna is conscious about you, that is perfection. When you can think how Krishna is thinking about you. When that's called love. And that's in any relationship. 
if a relationship is strong like husband and wife if if after some time after many years the relationship becomes strong if at all it becomes strong mostly that if they don't separate the, so then what happens is in any loving relationship you don't have to speak to each other you understand and that's what happens in vrindavan she, i mean to say here also radha kalachand ji is standing with radharani she's not speaking to him he's not speaking to her we don't see them speaking but nevertheless they speak to each other every second that happens in vrindavan radha and krishna are sitting they don't speak they don't do anything they are just sitting and we read uh, descriptions that that's the best service which radha is offering to krishna now what's happening she is doing nothing and how can that be the best service well that's the best service because she can think how krishna is thinking about her and krishna can think how she is thinking about her and then they can reciprocate with each other that's what goes that's love basically uh so uh that's why this love doesn't have any language it is said by one of the philosophers love doesn't have language uh you can define love that's what mahaprabhu did basically this whole word eva drishto evatmaneshwara that's talking about love when you can see krishna within you and within uh, i mean krishna says in gita uh, my my devotee is in me and i am in my devotee am i right there's a verse there oh what's that verse he's in me and i'm in him oh yeah maite teshu chape hum he's in me and i'm in him that's the bond there so prabhupada is raising this point in the first purport in the first paragraph well uh, krishna removes the darkness and he actually krishna is a person who is trying to contact you we feel that we are trying to contact god but more 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 than that he is trying to come near us and the whole game what is happening is uh, we are trying to block him that's what is happening we are trying to block him by by using our free will in ways which we should not that's what is happening here that is called anarthas by the way anarthas the another way to define anartha is you are trying to block god by your thoughts by your desires and it's it's not that we are trying to attain him and we are not able to attain him it's not the whole point the point is the other way around he is trying to attain us and we are blocking him that's what is happening so that's a very important thing because if because we have to look at the whole picture from his perspective and not from our perspective we'll get confused if we think we are trying to attain him and we can't attain him then then the whole point comes is uh the blame goes to somebody else am i right we are trying to attain krishna and i am not able to attain him so who is responsible for this my not attaining him maya okay good maya so maya is a problem here and she is bad she is nonsense what about us we are good now that's not the whole point there it's crazy so there is some problem in us we are the problem creator and he cannot attain us he desires us i'm right that's why he comes as avatars i mean to say what's the evidence he wants to attain us well he comes here within us with with us and within our society and he gives knowledge he interacts with people and he says come on he invites bhagavad gita is an open invitation sar dharman paritachye please surrender to me i mean to say he's not a tyrant who is saying surrender to me he is calling us but at the same time um we are stopping him now how we are stopping him that's this whole verse all about how we are stopping him we are stopping him uh by doing three nonsense things i mean to say we are doing infinite nonsense things but the three main things which we are doing which we are not supposed to do but we are doing and that is why krishna cannot come near us there is a gap there am i right there is a gap if if you want to meet a person and that person is not really acting properly behaving properly i mean to say that happens no with devotees also there is a devotee 
okay i mean to say we talk we want to talk to devotees we want to associate but some devotees uh, they don't act properly and they are very envious and they are not behaving properly so what do you do you want to meet him but you don't i mean to say you want to meet him but you don't don't meet him because there comes a gap on this devotee you know then i'll talk to him i'll talk crap and he will criticize others am i right it happens so uh, krishna says you know okay i want to be with him but there's a problem now there are three problems which he is very concerned about and the first problem is prabhupada uh, talks about hirde a uh, prabhupada first talks about samshaya this this problem samshaya in the purport doubts so we, we actually it's not that we have doubts more more important is we uh, we uh, we harbor and we nurture our doubts that's what we do everybody has doubts i mean to say it's natural to have doubts because we don't have any knowledge of subject matter we are in ignorance we have no idea what we have to do am i right from many many births so now ordinary people if you go outside they have doubts okay it's it is presumed that they will have doubts because they don't know anything about subject matter suppose if i tell you okay do you like uh, do you like uh, zingzang so you will ask me oh, what zingzang am i right there's a doubt and then i'll tell you you are crazy you don't know things <laughs> well you don't know that's why you have a doubt so many lifetimes we didn't know who is krishna what is bhakti so we will have doubts but the whole problem is when we come to devotion and we know krishna and bhakti still we have doubts and we don't want to solve it that's the whole problem there and we don't take pains to solve those doubts some of the doubts we even don't know ourselves there are doubts in us and that's why that's why the verse says sarva samshaya it doesn't say doubt samshaya it says sarva samshaya sarva means all kind of doubts there are doubts due to ignorance okay krishna says fine as you get knowledge you will there are doubts not uh, uh, not due to ignorance also there are, there are some doubts uh, due to uh, not just lack of knowledge or ignorance but there are some doubts due to uh, uh, let's say Uh, uh if you're not practicing properly then uh, it is it, it is not lack of knowledge it is lack of practice which brings some doubts like for example uh, for example uh, lack of knowledge can bring you doubts okay uh, uh, how does krishna uh, play in vrindavan okay you don't know you can read and you can but lack of practice brings a doubt after some time is holy name and krishna one am i soul or not that's lack of practice because this kind of doubt cannot solve by knowledge just you have knowledge but then you have to practice to realize this so this is lack of knowledge lack of practice brings some doubts and uh, this is second type of doubt which cannot be solved by knowledge there's a limit of knowledge holy name is god himself we are this body we we are not this body we are soul all these kind of things are beyond uh, these kind of doubts you can't solve by knowledge uh, so these kind of doubts are called as let's say lack of practice or you can call these doubts as uh, let, let's say uh, intuitive doubts which cannot be solved just by intellectual thing you have to you have to develop your intuition intuition in the sense uh, i mean to say not in a literal sense Uh, philosophy uses this word intuition by by actually realization so this is another type of doubt and then uh, mm, there is another type of doubt It's lack of knowledge lack of practice and then some kind of doubts are are lack of or let's say due to skepticism you are doubting thomas you always keep on doubting some kind of doubts you have to keep in mind you cannot solve it at the present stage no matter how much you try no matter how much you practice no matter how much you have knowledge they cannot be solved they can be solved after it needs time for those doubts to solve and maturity so skeptics 
are those people who doubt everything. Okay, you have doubts, but the whole point is you have to understand which doubts cannot be solved now. That has to be postponed for later. You have to know. It, it, so, uh, so there's a saying in English. Oh, uh, I mean to say one of the saints, he said, Oh my Lord, give me the wisdom to understand what is impossible. And the courage to fulfill what is possible. That is wisdom. Knowledge will say everything is possible. Wisdom will say no. There are something impossible for you at this present stage. Just like a child. Uh, a child has doubt uh, what that girl and boy were doing on that chair. They were sitting together for two hours. They were not talking. Why they talk? Why they are sitting together and seeing each other? Now, uh, he has a doubt and he asks his mother, Mother, what was happening? I saw Mr. This and Mrs. That. They were sitting on a chair seeing each other for two hours and they didn't talk to each other a single moment. And what's happening? Now, how, now what mother will say? Can she explain? Can she solve this doubt? Knowledge cannot do that. I mean, she, she cannot talk about lust because he have no understanding, that child. Or maybe she can ask him to practice. Okay, fine. You uh, So you take a girl, sit and see her <laughs> and then you will understand. No matter how much she practice, he practices, it doesn't happen. So she will, what she will say? She will say, well, you are, you are a baby now. When you grow up, you will understand. That's okay, that's fine. So some kind of doubts are due to, uh, due to basically, they need maturity and time. You can't solve, you have to postpone it. You have to keep it in your basket. And for example, in spirituality, there are some kind of doubts you cannot understand, you cannot solve. For example, uh, Radha Krishna having Ras Leela here. Now what's exactly is happening, uh, knowledge cannot help you understand. It can give you a hint. Practice of devotion cannot really uh, make you understand immediately. It cannot happen. It needs time, purity, liberation, and then you can really understand what's happening there. So you see, these are three kinds of doubts. Due to ignorance, due to lack of practice, and some doubts uh, uh, takes time. Due to lack of time, I mean to say, maturity. So that's why it says, Sarva Samshaya. Now these doubts we have, the whole point is, uh, having these doubts is no problem. But the whole point is, we are keeping these doubts by not taking knowledge. We are lazy. We don't want to read Prabhupada books. That's all. We simply want to chant and that's okay. We want to do kirtans. That's okay. We want to honor Prashad. That's okay. But we don't want to read books. So then how you will get about doubts? And uh, we are weak in practice. Because the flesh is strong, but spirit is weak. That's what it is said. And uh, we are not so mature enough. We don't have wisdom. Which doubts we can solve now, which doubts cannot be solved now. And we can't deal with that. For example, this this, this whole doubt of uh, whether jivas fell down from spiritual world or not. What do you say about that? That's a big debate, you know, and a doubt. So, uh, some people are really into that and trying to solve that thing, whether we fell down or not, and there's different hypothesis theories. When they, when they went to Prabhupada, Prabhupada simply said, they asked Prabhupada whether Jeevas fell down or not from spiritual world. He gave, he gave many answers, but, but most common answer he said, well, when you become perfect, go back to Krishna and ask him. That's all. So, it, this is an answer. I mean, so it might seem Prabhupada is trying not to answer the question. By saying like this. But actually no, it's, it is wisdom. He knows that this doubt will take a lot of time. We, we, we are not even ready to entertain this doubt. Whether we came from spiritual world or not. We are not ready for that. Our consciousness is not ready for that. Prepared. So Prabhupada's answer is very nice. Perfect. If this answer is coming from wisdom. This answer is not, not coming from, uh, from foolishness. Okay, just not to answer the question. That's not the whole point. That's why it says serve some share. So, uh, uh, we are trying to stop Krishna by not actually working on our doubts. That's the whole point. And the second problem with that is uh, karmani. Karmani means our own fruitive actions. We, even, even after 
even after coming to Krishna consciousness, we are we are involved in sense gratification. Then what do you do with that? So that's the offense. Shrutva api nam mahatmayam ya priti raito adhama amamadi paramoso api nam apradhakrit. That's the last offense. Even after hearing so much about the subject matter, not to have attachment to Krishna and his service and to maintain materialistic conception of life of I and am. So that is our actions. Our actions are not up to the point. Even after Krishna coming to Krishna consciousness, we are uh, we are uh, we are actually disappointing Krishna. That's all by doing sense gratification. Now you might say, why Krishna doesn't like sense gratification? I mean, it, uh, is he envious of us? <laughs> that's the whole point. And that seems enviousness, you know. I mean, to say, Krishna is dancing with gopis, Krishna can do everything. And when it comes to us, Krishna says, that law, so you don't have to do. And that's what, you know, what's, uh, what's that? Uh, Satan, uh, he says, Satan says to, uh, to people, that you see, you are fools, and he uses this F word for God. He says he's. And he says, you see, God is complete nonsense because he's trying to instruct you something which is impossible. He's saying, you see something and uh, you see, but at the same time, you don't enjoy it. You put food on your tongue, at the same time, don't taste it. You hear music at the same time, don't 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 revel into that don't don't be jubilant into that music you see you touch something nice at the same time you should not uh, have feelings in you now he says this is complete nonsense <laughs> this is crazy it seems impossible am i right uh, but at the same time karmani that's the whole point it is not impossible krishna gives a, a hint there krishna says it is possible and he says uh, in Gita he says, you have to go back to Gita again. He says, Whatever actions you do, it should be done, Kama Sankalpa Varjitam. It should be done without the intention. Sankalpa means without the intention to enjoy it. And then you can keep on doing, nothing will happen to you. He says, You will be in a pond like a lotus. That's the example given. You'll not be affected by those things. So we are now. Now here's a problem, karmani. We are creating uh, these kind of karmani, these actions and reactions, and Krishna cannot approach us. Why? How we are creating? Because we have a fault in our intention. That's the whole point there. Nobody is asking you to stop doing actions, but intention counts, and that is why it is said. Man sees action, God sees intention. That's what he's seeing. So, uh, uh, so that's, so if our intentions are correct, uh, then there's a, but the whole point is even after coming to Krishna consciousness, we don't take care of intentions and we fall into this trap. So that's, that's another problem in us. That's another problem due to which Krishna is, is cannot come near us. He, he has to maintain a gap. I mean to say, Krishna doesn't want to deal with people uh, who are not pure. He doesn't like. Because he is pure. That's all. A pure person will like to interact with pure people. A gentleman will like to interact with a gentleman. But we are not behaving like a gentleman. And the third problem is Hirde Granthi. Hirde Granthi means knots. And Prabhupada brings a point of knots. Prabhupada says there is a knot between a soul and a body. Prabhupada brings that point. Prabhupada is not talking about knots of, I mean to say there are many knots. There are knots of husband and wife, children and parents, our property and us. It's all knots. Big granthi. But then there is a biggest knot of body and soul. And that has to be severed. I mean, this is the whole purpose of Krishna consciousness is to cut that knot. Uh, so, uh, under unless you have a knot to this flesh, Krishna will not really uh, talk to you. He doesn't do that. I mean to say, you see, how, how many of us go to prison and talk to the prisoners? Uh, sometimes we go for preaching, but generally people don't go and prisoners. They don't want to meet prisoners. 
Who wants to meet prisoner? We can go to preach, but at the same time, we don't want to go daily and talk to them and make friendship with them. That's not the whole point. You make friendship. People make friendship with people who are not in prison. People who are in prison, you don't want to make friendship with them. So people who are in bodily concept of life, Krishna helps them, but he doesn't really want to meet them because he wants them, you know, uh, he doesn't like them. I mean, he, he doesn't really, he, he, Krishna likes liberated people. He wants to be with them. He likes everyone, but he, there's a whole point of association. He wants to take association of liberated souls because he's liberated. He's beyond liberation. So that's what Krishna is. Now, see, these three problems are there in us. There are doubts, and there are, there are doubts, our intentions are wrong, karmani, and hirde granthi. We have a bondage with our bodies. And Krishna doesn't interact with us until unless we work out our way with all these three things. Why? Because Krishna wants us to become pure. If he, if he starts interacting with us, then we will say, okay, it's done. Krishna talks to us. Now I don't have to do anything. So it's, it is, a, it is Krishna meeting us is his mercy. Krishna not meeting us is his mercy. That's the whole point. He is trying to not meet us now. He's keeping himself aloof. And it's very difficult, by the way, if you see from Krishna's perspective. A mother keeping away from a child. It's very difficult for the mother. A mother says, okay, I'll not meet my child for three years. For the child it's easy, but for mother it's very difficult. She wants to see a child, am I right? Krishna not interacting with, with us, it's very difficult for him. You see, uh, we don't feel like that. But if you really go to next level of Krishna consciousness, how he is conscious of us, that's what is happening. But that's his mercy. He tolerates that, that separation from us out of his mercy. He wants to make us pure. That's all. And just like it happens with Sometimes with father and children it happens. You know, father and child. The child is doing something nonsense and mess. Father says, okay, in his mind, I'll not talk to him for six months. That's a lesson for him. And then he will understand what is wrong. And when he corrects himself, I'll talk to him. This happens, no? Many times. So that that's the whole point. Upeksha. Upeksha. Of all types of punishments... There are there are there are eleven types of punishments in shastras. A number one punishment is upeksha, neglect. So neglect in the sense you stop talking, you stop interacting. You are there, but you don't interact much, or you interact in ways which is not visible. Uh, you are doing, but it is not visible, which is not evident, explicit. So in that way, Krishna is. Uh, but that punishment is mercy because a teacher starts neglecting the child so that he keeps learning. Am I right? So Krishna does that. He's not really neglecting, but at the same time he's neglecting us because here he's not talking to us, that's all. Deities can talk. They were talking to our acharyas. They were interacting. Bhakti Santa used to talk with, with Gandharva Gandharvika daily. He used to go in Mayapur in the altar, he used to close the altar, sit, he used to talk. And once what happened, he went inside the altar, he sat, he came out, and he told his devotees that, uh, that, 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 that we have to do Pandal program in five minutes. And they said, you're crazy. Five minutes from where Pandal will happen and how people will come, what? He says, I don't know, Radharani just told me, if you want to do, do otherwise, it's not my problem. <laughs> and people were absolutely, uh, what's that? Flabbergasted? What's that? <laughs> what's happening? So he used to talk. So, uh, why? Uh, DTs used to, I mean to say, Prabhupada definitely would have been talking to Krishna. It's out of question. Uh, so why? What's happening? The problem is, uh, we are not pure. We have not worked on ourselves. And that's what this verse says. Chidyate Sarva Samshaya. When you start doing devotion to Krishna, 
with with the proper understanding that's the whole point then what happens is chidyante means all the doubts are destroyed shila prabhupa says in the next next paragraph prabhupa says as you start doing devotion to god atesham satyakta nam bhajtam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam krishna starts giving you transcendental intelligence and because of that intelligence prabhupa says here prabhupa makes a very interesting point uh prabhupa says uh that uh here has a line uh, prabhupa says that as krishna the light the sun dawns in your heart as you're doing krishna consciousness you can see problems you can start seeing the problems in your heart he comes to know you see prabhupa's rights uh, uh, because of personality of god had taken charge and illuminating the heart of his devotee certainly devotee engaged in service of lord cannot remain in darkness he comes to know everything of absolute and relative truths you see here he starts understanding what is wrong and what is right and that's the first mercy of god that is that is real mercy real mercy is not happiness and bliss and satisfaction that's not real mercy that is let's say that is a side effect of devotion that's not even a real uh, symptoms of devotion we don't talk about that mercy uh, satisfaction peace klesha agni that's that's a beginning okay side effect real mercy if krishna is interacting with you he will he will he will illuminate your heart so that you can start seeing doubts drishta drishta word has to be drishta word is with all these three am i right when he having seen prabhupasis having seen having seen what having seen all these three things within our heart having seen all these so as you do krishna consciousness the first thing which is which is supposed to happen is um uh, that means hridaya granthi okay let's start from beginning drishta he sees what he starts seeing hridaya granthi he starts seeing the knots in his heart he starts seeing i am attached i am attached to people i am attached to property i am attached to my body and he starts perceiving his attachments i am attached to probably prasad food not prasad basically food i am attached to my attachment and there's a whole problem so uh, and that's the blessings of god if you start seeing your own attachments because it's very difficult we can't uh, many devotees tell us that you are attached by the same time uh, we don't sometimes accept that and to see ourselves we are attached to things especially in krishna consciousness we can be attached to things we are using in service of god that can happen and that happens actually we become attached because here we are using the products of maya in the service of god am i right and trying to make them spiritual but if you attach to these things for your own self self sense gratification then then they are not acting spiritual no more they act they act like matter for us and then there's a whole problem there so uh, we you start seeing that that is called vivek you see i told you seeing the seeing means understanding isn't it here so you start understanding now understanding is not knowledge that's wisdom that's vivek discrimination so krishna's mercy first mercy is discrimination he will give you discrimination power to know what is krishna what is maya what is right what is wrong and to understand what is attachment and what is detachment hridaya granthi where i am caught up and how much i am attached that's another thing it's not you are attached but it is how much you are attached so krishna gives you that discrimination and because of that vidyate degranthi vidyate means prabhupada writes here uh, what does he write vidyate he writes pierced all knots are pierced slowly attachments come down it, it just goes down because now because why it goes down because krishna has given us a discrimination power we can see what is right what is wrong and we can leave the wrong things and keep the right things i mean to say you see the point krishna is not going to come and cut your knots he's not going to do that he's not in a habit of doing things he's king king will not do 
मर्सी and his guidance and uh, of course our practice of devotion vidyadeva granthi next is uh, when your attachments starts going down when you free yourself from attachments then you start seeing uh, your problems real problems because attachments doesn't let you see problems am i right attachment is such a thing and the example given is a girlfriend and a boyfriend they like each other so much and for boyfriend the girl's eyes are like moon and the lips are like roses because they're too attached and after marriage everything changes the eyes become something else and lips become i don't like you Now what happened suddenly what happened is attachment goes down because of familiarity am i right they become familiar and they start living with each other and attachment goes down and when attachment goes down the person starts seeing the fault hey hey you know there is a problem with this girl and the girl starts seeing oh there is a problem with this man so attachment doesn't allow you to see doubts and faults they'll not allow you to see you will not have no doubts vidur adhritrast didn't ever i mean to say he used to think there is a problem with my son duryodhan But when Duryodhan used to come in front of him due to attachment, he used to forget everything. Then he had no doubt. My son is a problem. All doubts gone <laughs> suddenly. That's due to attachment. That's not due to knowledge. So as attachments, as your knots get pierced, you will start seeing your your ignorance, your doubts. Okay, this is it. Was a doubt. This was a doubt. Let me. And then you then you want to solve it. Otherwise, you will not even perceive your doubts. That's how it goes. That's why people. uh people who are too attached to their house to their families uh if we tell them well you know what uh, until unless uh, 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 what's that tavat angri until unless brahma ji says until unless you are attached to your family life and your money you will not able be you will not be able to achieve absolute truth now these people are attached and you tell them you are attached uh, well you can't understand absolute truth they will say no attachment is such a thing that you will not even perceive attachment you become so blind i mean to say you talk to anybody and you say you are attached to your family and this they will say well okay in india if you go well no we are not attached normal ordinary man will say i am not attached everything is god's isn't it normal answer people say uh, they will talk like this but then they are completely attached <laughs> we have to convince them you are attached hey so attachment is such a thing it will blind you so much that you will not even perceive your attachment and that was the problem with vidur and dhritarashtra vidur came to dhritarashtra he was trying to explain dhritarashtra dhritarashtra you are completely blind you are completely attached to duryodhan dhritarashtra used to tell well i am not attached you know and that blah 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 and vidur had a tough time to explain him you are attached and at the end of i mean to say at the end moment he he accepted okay i am attached you know and then he left the home whatever something happened and and actually vidur told dhritra distrust you are like a dog's tail you can't i mean to say it's you can't straighten it out he he used very bad words for dhritrast after he was completely frustrated so that's the whole point when hriday granthi when knots gets broken knots means attachments goes down you start seeing problems within yourself you are not no longer blind you start seeing doubts which you had which you can't perceive and then by the mercy of krishna because krishna is giving you knowledge also through scriptures that will lead to chidyante sarva samshaya your whole uh, cut to pieces your doubts are cut to pieces that you have to work he'll not work for us by the way he's not working for us he will make you see your attachments you have to cut it he will make you see your doubts by knowledge you have to work it out and then shiyante chasya karmani when doubts go down when when you when you get up of your doubts at least doubts due to ignorance and lack of practice that you can work out now 
doubts due to lack of maturity that will that will that will come with time you can that doesn't happen before time so if you say if you if your doubts then comes down then what happens is shiyante chasse karmani when you don't have a doubt then you are convinced what you have to do and you are doing right thing that's how it goes if you have doubt then you can't decide what is right what is wrong and your actions if you if if you are indecisive your actions will not be correct that's how it goes and that is why it is said if if your will is true you will find your way that's a saying by confucius so um if if your if you don't have doubt in yourself you will find the way you will you will really understand okay this is right i should take it anukulase sankalpa pratikulase varshan this is wrong i will not you will start understanding what is favorable and what is not favorable for devotion even within the rules and regulation of scriptures there are many rules which might not be favorable to us to an individual so he has to decide whether i should do do this rule or not uh, i mean to say leaving aside basic rules of devotion that everybody has to follow there are many subtle rules uh, which you have to really decide you know whether you have to on, on an individual basis uh there are some rules which are applicable which are very favorable to brahmachari life some rules in scriptures which are not favorable to brahmachari life which are only favorable in the life of householders and that you can understand by if 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 you if you don't have doubts if you don't otherwise you can keep on debating on scriptures and you will you will come to no conclusion that's all i mean to say we can also debate on prabhupad what prabhupad said in prabhupad books and we can keep on debating and there'll be no conclusion because there are so many instructions in prabhupad books people can quote something people can run another thing and there are so many debates and arguments going on but how to come to conclusion if we are talking on scriptures and then we have to decide within scriptures what is favorable and what is not favorable just like many people say for preaching this is favorable prabhupad says this another devotee says no for preaching this is favorable prabhupad says that also equally what to do so that will happen if those previous two things if you now who will decide a person who is free of attachments and he has worked on his doubts he can give a true conclusion okay okay here you know you should do this and not this even though prabhupada says this but prabhupada also says that within within the two what to choose now you choose this so that is shiyante chasse karmani your all fruitive actions will come to end if there's no doubts your sankalpa is strong the only thing which weakens your intention is doubts am i right your sankal your intention your your determination to attain krishna that will be weakened by doubts that's gone your actions are proper and uh, that's it and you're done shiyante chase karmani drishta if now here this is a point now drishta is for both now, having seen having having actually done all these things having destroyed all your attachments all your doubts all your nonsense activities your wrong decisions what happens is evatmanishvare then you start perceiving god within yourself evatmani in your soul you start perceiving ishvara god that means uh, krishna then will touch your soul isn't it i was saying with because of three problems he is not see he is there in front of us that's a different thing but to touch us that's a very different thing so he touches a soul and he finds okay this person he has worked on himself he's making himself pure when he touches the soul that's love that's all that's what is love all about so uh that's what this verse is talking and uh, shila prabhupad writes all these points in his purport you can see this here and uh, prabhupad says then your life becomes perfect because you are in union with god okay jai shila prabhupad ki jai any questions anything anybody wants to ask i'm done thank you bro thank you what's your name i, I just Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah last yeah last year also last last year. Okay. Thank you. Okay so uh, uh, yeah yeah so so I I just want to speak uh, just just say something
if there are people on the internet also and there are some people there i i have this uh, two cds here uh, pen drives can you give me my books here books books i have i have two pen drives uh, these are pen drives of my lectures uh, which uh, these are 400 hours of lectures here i have spoken on entire bhagavatam chaitanya charitamrita gita but in a little systematic and logical fashion uh bringing prabhupad points out so there are 400 hours of lectures and 8 hours of video on science and spirituality my job is to preach to scientists and that's why i like to present even bhagavatam as a science prabhupad wanted that uh in science means logical sequence and with evidence and symptoms like that so uh this is all cds are having this thing uh, all these lectures and videos you can put in your car keep on listening and then contact and then and then you can maybe um, interact with me and there are some books if anybody wants you can have this is crazy ideas which i wrote for preaching and for preaching to others preaching to oneself there are many doubts sort of some share which we even do not know that these doubts exist in science in spirituality in theology in theosophy and many other areas so all those point all those uh, crazy ideas are there and then i have given uh, arguments for that so that you can preach well i mean this the arguments are very broad it's not just from prabhupad books because in preaching you can't say that it prabhupad said it doesn't work because who who cares for prabhupad so you have to give a very very big broad perspective from philosophy from science from all the areas so all those arguments are put there another book for devotees is small but mighty efforts whatever i spoke today all these subtle points i collected in this book small but mighty efforts what prabhupad is saying about krishna consciousness what bhakti shanta bhakti thakur they are commenting and how prabhupad has interwoven all the teachings of previous acharyas in his teachings that's what i've shown in this and shila bhakti sandha says uh, unless we extend our best efforts earnestly and qualify ourselves for lord's mercy it is next to impossible that we can be rescued from a fallen condition so you need to apply mighty efforts but how to do that and how, i mean to say what do we expect when we advancing uh, just like i told people think if, we, if they get bliss peace and satisfaction they are advancing but no that's a side effect of devotion you might be advancing you might not be but real real advancement is when you get a discrimination power and then so on and so on and so on there are some kind of particular scientific analysis of that which acharyas and prabhupada are giving in his books but i've simply put it together there so that you can see it so and another book is science fails to explain life Uh, so this is about science about genetics about life about molecules uh, the story of life and how scientists utterly failed in explaining life uh, people don't understand scientific jargon so i have to put it in a simple language how how from how life came to be first as a mysterious force and then they reduced it to molecules then to atoms then to interaction between molecules and then finally information and genes and then it, then the whole circle went back and they were more confused than before <laughs> more knowledge it's crazy and then so i explained all the story of life and then the alternate vedic paradigm about explaining life which prabhupad wanted so if anybody wants his books and pen drives you're most welcome and thank you very much hari krishna shila prabhupad ki jai